Hello there. Welcome once again to Footsteps with Impact Prayer Casts. These are the podcasts where prayer meets your daily needs. Today we are going to pray about walking in the footsteps of our Lord, walking in the footsteps of the Father. But before we do that, I'd like to read you something that is very interesting that I saw about one of the co-founders of Google. Uh, Most people know what Google is, the search engine that has taken the internet by storm. Um, Just as a background, at the time when I went on that website, the Lord was dealing with me about um, Him being our Father. And I was also reading about uh, what Jesus said uh, when He gave us the model prayer to pray to our Father. So this thing of fatherhood was on my heart and my spirit. And uh, so when I read this, uh, the Lord was dealing with me about walking in His footsteps, walking in the footsteps of the Father. And this is what it says, uh, a little bit of what it says about uh, Larry Page, one of the co-founders of Google. It says this, Larry Page was Google's founding CEO and grew the company to more than 200 employees and profitability before moving into his role as president of products in uh, April 2001. He continues to share responsibility for Google's day-to-day operations with Eric Schmidt and Sergey Brin. The son of of Michigan State University computer science professor Dr. Carl Victor Page. Larry's love for computers began at the age of six. While following his father's footsteps in academics, he became an honor student, a graduate student from the University of Michigan, where he earned a Bachelor of Science degree in engineering with concentration in computer engineering. But really, what I'm interested in here is the statement that while following in his father's footsteps in academics, See, in many areas, we see people do the same thing. We do that in sports and we see it in politics, where we see our sons going, uh, doing the same thing as the fathers did. And so, there is this natural tendency of man to follow into the father's footsteps. Recently, my 12-year-old son shared uh, something with my wife. There's a neighborhood kid and a boy who he seems like he's um, kind of mentally challenged, so he doesn't seem like he's all there. But you know, something very interesting my son said and he noticed about the boy. Now, he hasn't played with him for a while, but he said, Mommy, um... I noticed that he is so mature. He is so mature this summer. He says things that I never used to hear him say. And he talks like he has matured so much in such a short time. And so my wife asked him that, So David, what do you think? Um, what do you think it is that uh, has happened? And he said, You know, mommy, what I think? I have noticed that he's so much around his father these days. He's always walking and he is around his dad. And so David concluded that because of that, this young boy had matured. So you see, when we are around our fathers, we tend to pick up after them. This young boy was picking up mature things and mature attitude and and talk from his dad. And you know, in the Bible, we see so many instances of the father. Say for example, in Genesis 32, 9, Then Jacob prayed, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who say to me, Go back to your country and to your relatives and I'll make you prosper. So you see here, um, Jacob refers to God as the God of my father. There's something about this fatherhood lineage. In fact, in the Bible, fatherhood and God went hand in hand. 
In Isaiah 64:8, Isaiah again refers to God as our Father. He says, Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Actually, earlier, Isaiah had said this about God. He was, you know, talking back and forth with God. In uh, Isaiah 63:12 through 16, You are God who sent his glorious arm of power to be at Moses' right hand, who divided the waters before them to gain for himself everlasting renown, who led them through the depths. Like a horse in open country, they did not stumble. Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the Spirit of the Lord. This is how you guided your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your lofty throne, holy and glorious, where are your zeal and your might, your tenderness and compassion are withheld from us. But you are our Father. Though Abraham does not know us or Israel acknowledges, you, Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from old, this is your name. Our Father is the name of the Lord. So Isaiah is here contending with God that we need help. You are our Father. You are our God. In um, First Kings, we see Solomon doing something similar also. Uh, in fact, here we see the benefits of walking in the Father's faithfulness. In other words, if my Father is faithful to the Lord, then myself I'm again from that. If I'm faithful to the Lord, I as a father of my children, they will gain the benefit of my faithfulness. Here in First Kings, uh, Kings 3.6, Solomon says, And Solomon answered, You have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given his son to sit on the throne this very day. He continues in First uh, Kings 3.7 Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Here we see Solomon is appealing to God but based on his father. He's trying to walk in his father's footsteps. So his appeal is based on the father, the way the father walked with the Lord. And he's saying, because of my father, because of the way he walked with you, help me now. Help me now. So um, we see here that uh, Solomon is using his father's footsteps to appeal to God. There is also a spiritual fatherhood that we see in the Bible. One of the greatest cases is of Elisha and Elijah. Elisha is famous for his request for a double portion of anointing. But see, one of the things that we miss is uh, the basis for which he based that on. He walked with Elijah, but Elisha referred to him as his father. So here we're going to read some scriptures which are going to show one of the reasons and the basis for his request for this double portion anointing is because he is walking in the footsteps of his spiritual father. So listen to this. Second Kings 2, starting at 6. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men of the company of the prophets went on and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, 
What can I do for you before I am taken off from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet if you see me when I am taken off from you, it will be yours, otherwise not. As they were walking along, talking together, suddenly the cha a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and the horsemen of Israel. Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them apart. He picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. You see here, he's going back to take the footsteps. He went back and stood at the footsteps of Jordan. He's trying to retrace the footsteps of his spiritual father. Remember, he has referred to him as my father, my father. Okay, so in Second Kings 2.14 it, it continues. Then he took the cloak and that had fallen from him and struck the waters with it. Where now is the Lord? The God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. The company of the prophets of Jericho, who were watching, said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. So here you see Elisha is walking in the footsteps of his spiritual father, Elijah. And you see Elijah, before he was taken away, he himself promised. He asked him, What do you want? As they walk together, it's very important that we see here them walking together and talking together. That's what we need to do with the Lord. We have to walk with them and we have to talk with them. As we may recall in the Bible also, um, we see that Enoch, the Bible says that he walked with the Lord. He too was taken away. Now, when we come to the New Testament, again, of course, we know uh, Jesus talked to about his father all the time. Let's read uh, what he said about him when he was commissioning us on, on how to pray. In Matthew 6, 5, he says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their full reward. He continues in Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep bubbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This is then how you pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, and your will be done, as it is in heaven. In Luke fifteen eighteen, we see what the Lord referred to uh, when He gave us the parable of the prodigal son. This son realized that he had messed up. This son realized that he had done the wrong thing. He had stopped walking in the footsteps of the Father. This is more like us today. Many times the Lord may give us a vision, may give us something to do, and we grab it and we run. We are supposed to follow in His footsteps until He releases us to do that thing. Here Jesus, of course, gave us the story of the prodigal son, which most people know. He went, he took his inheritance, and he ended up eating with the pigs. When this son comes to and he realizes he was wrong, this is what he says in Luke fifteen eighteen: I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven 
and against you. See, when we do not walk in the footsteps of the Lord, we sin against our Father. When we do not walk as He has called us to do, we sin against our Father. Jesus tried to bring us to the realization of Him walking with the Father. In Luke 22:29, He says, And I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father has conferred one on me. Jesus was conferring to us the kingdom as his father had conferred to him, not unlike Solomon and David. We look at another one, John 10:37. he says, Do not believe me unless I do what my father does. Jesus saw that it was so important for, for him to do what the Lord, what his father had told him to do, that he said that if we do not see Jesus, and we know that's impossible because it didn't happen, if we do not see him, do as the Father does, that we should not believe in him. Then he says in John twelve twenty six, Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be, and my Father will honor the one who serves me. In other words, if we walk in the footsteps of Jesus, because he does only as the Father tells him, then God will honor them. Also in John 14:31, he talks about another incident. He says, But the world must learn that I love the Father, and I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. This here, Jesus again is talking to his disciples, and he's telling them in John 14:31 that he only does what his Father tells him to do. Let's look at a couple of last scriptures here. In John 5.20, Jesus says, For the Father loves the Son and show him all he does. Yet to your amazement, he will show him even greater things than these. Let's tie this to John 14.12. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. See, it's almost like Jesus left us these shoes, these big shoes to fit in. But he says because he's going back to the Father, we are able to do even greater things than he did. Walking in the footsteps of our Father. That's where the power is. The power to overcome. And that, that is the same thing we should be teaching our children to walk in our footsteps. And Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Now we have seen here, Jesus says that, do not believe me if I do not do what the Father has asked me to do. So it's very important for us to walk in the footsteps of the Father. Today, we are going to pray that the Lord show us the importance of walking in the footsteps of the Father and leading those, whether we are spiritual fathers or physical fathers, biological fathers, to teach our children, spiritual children, and also biological children, how to walk in our footsteps and as we follow Christ because God likes to continue the anointing of the fatherhood uh, spiritually and biologically. God wants to continue the blessings of fatherhood. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today. We have seen many scriptures about fatherhood, Lord, and walking in the footsteps of the Father. Father, we have seen spiritual fathers like uh, Elijah uh, leading their spiritual sons like Elisha into greater works than even what they did. And immediately, as soon as uh, Elijah was taken away, Elisha performed. He went backwards into what his father had done. He continued to do the same things and even greater things as we read his story in the Bible. Father, we are praying now in the name of Jesus. 
for our spiritual children and our biological children, Lord, that those children will follow us even as we follow Christ. Show us how to show our children to follow in our footsteps, Lord, even as we walk into your footsteps, dear Lord Jesus. You said greater works than these that you will do as we follow you, even as you walked into the footsteps that the Father laid before you. Lord, Heavenly Father, we know the stories of great men in the Bible, Lord, who walked into the footsteps of their fathers, Lord, and they achieved and did great works for the kingdom, Lord. Father, we are asking you today that you may lead us to walk into your footsteps, Lord. Help us, Lord, because many times we stumble. We don't know how to do it. Father, your word says that you are the lamp unto our feet, Lord, and your word tells us, Lord, that the steps of a righteous man are guided by you, O God. So we are asking you, Lord, that you may guide our footsteps, Lord. Help us to stay righteous, Lord, that we may follow into these footsteps, because, Lord, your word says the steps of a righteous man, Lord. Father, it's not our own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus Christ. He died for us on the cross so that we may walk in his righteous footsteps, Lord. Help us, Lord. Show us, Lord. We have seen that the anointing and the power comes in walking in the footsteps that you yourself have created. We are the clay, Lord. You are the potter, Lord. Help us to walk into those footsteps, Lord. On our own, we can't do it. But with your power, with your help, by the power of your Holy Spirit, the direction of the Spirit of God, we know we can walk into these footsteps, Father. Many times, Father, we mess up. Many times, Father, we do wrong. Many times, Father, we don't know where to go. But, Lord, we are asking you today, help us to walk in your footsteps today. Help us to walk, even as you would want us to walk. Help us as you have planned for us to walk, Lord, to walk in your footsteps, Father. Father, there is someone out there, Lord. They have been wondering, what do I do? How do I go about this? Lord, show them your footsteps for their lives, Lord. Show them what they are supposed to do. Show them their calling, Lord. Show them and show them the different scriptures. Minister to them, Lord, to realize that they need to walk into the Father's footsteps, Lord. Father, we are all different. You have assigned us different assignments here on earth. But each man and woman and child out there, Lord, needs to find out what those footsteps are, that they may walk in them with power, with anointing and with obedience, Father. Help us, Father, when we are disobedient, to be obedient, to walk even as you would have wanted us to walk, to walk even as you have planned for us to walk. For your word says, Father, that every step that we make, that every day of our lives was fashioned by you before we were even formed in our mother's wombs, O oh God. So help us, Father. Guide us, Lord. Lead us, Father. Today and always, I pray for that man, for that woman, Lord, for that minister, for that... Uh, uh, Father out there, I pray, Lord, that you may help them, Lord, to walk in your footsteps. You are our Father, even as Isaiah cried unto you and said, You are our Father. Show us your footsteps, Lord, that we may walk in them in power, in anointing, for the glory of the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen and Amen. In the name of Jesus. So, my brother, my sister, know that the footsteps of the Lord are footsteps with impact. Amen.